Tonight, from Hermiston, Oregon, it's the Rant and Rave Podcast with Brandon Martin, Jordan Little, Eric Lima, Michael Bombardier, and Yuria Ibarra as they rant about the latest news, sports, and much more. Let the ranting and raving begin. Well, thank you, Alex Paris, for the usual introduction. Next week, ladies and gentlemen, is the big day for us. And all to the Rant and Rave podcast fans and the, the real fans, mind you, and the viewers of this, we hit the, we will hit the century mark next week. And also a special start time, which is already announced last week of the show. If you haven't checked out last week's episode of the special start time, please check it out when you can. But although this is not next week, this is this week. This is episode 99 of the Rants and Rave podcast. So glad you could join us here once again. And as usual, Brandon Martin, co-founder, co-creator, one of the producers, and also one of the five main hosts. And next to me, as always, is our other co-host. This will start, we'll start off with the other co-founder, other co-creator, the second of five of the show, and also one of the hosts of the Bumbling Bozos Variety Program, my good friend Jordan Little. Yahoo! It's good. It's good, uh, you know, be here um, next week once we hit that 100th episode mark. I mean, it's it's been two years of, you know, hard work putting in a lot of great, you know, moments for the show, whether they be good, bad, or indifferent. But I will say, though, when I first um, came up with this idea, I never thought, you know, this idea would reach to its point, but thankfully we're going to be able to surpass over a hundred episodes, you know, but yeah, I also got a little joke for you guys. What did 50 do when 50, shut up. What did, what did 50 do when 50 was hungry? 58. Dang it. You stole it right from out from under me. How'd you know? What? Well, I already know that joke. <laughs> thank, thank, thanks, uh, Austin and Shane. Hmm. <laughs> Buzzkill. Uh, waka waka. <laughs> but either way, and of course, we have Mr. Eric Lima. Hello, America. Hello, world. What's going on? I am here, Rant and Rape. Podcast number 99 is party like it's 1999 almost. Um, I wanted to apologize ahead of time on the last week, um, during the last moments um, of the Rant and Rape podcast, the last few minutes I've been going in and out because my Wi Fi strange phenomenon always happens on a Thursday. Why on a Thursday? I don't know, but and in case I do, I want to apologize ahead of time if it happens to me again. I hope it doesn't, and but I will try to get on my phone. I'm trying to get used to my phone going on stream yard as well so but other than that i'm doing very well and um i hope you guys enjoyed uh enjoyed the stream today and uh, let's do this also with us we got mr michael bombardier we are only one week away one week away from 100 episodes of the show i'm so excited yes indeed 
And finally, but certainly not least, we have the other host of the Bumbling Bozos Variety Program and also the last of the uh, hosts of the show, which is Uriel Ibarra, a.k.a. Ibarra Bro Studios. Oh, boy, here we go. Hey, hi ho, this is Aurel Ibarra, aka Barbara Studios, back in for yet another episode of the Ryan Ray Podcast. We are this close, I'm, I'm Kenny the Millennials, so, I see no Millennials, no, 100, 100 episodes, so, never realized we, we will get to here, but can't wait to see what you guys have in store, and what do I have in store, well, Apparently, um, the uh, what's it called? So apparently, Texas is gonna have another um, another um, win another cold winter. Um, there's gonna be a uh, a dinosaur skeleton is gonna be on sale, and then finally, the FCC is gonna is gonna take matter in its own hands on the whole McDonald's um ice ice machine on the whole um. McFreezing machines, or so get ready for that. Wait a minute. Yep, and we'll go ahead and do the Q and A for the once we hit the thirty minute mark. Just gonna ask everyone, uh, how's their day, day going throughout this week? So I'll yeah. go ahead and start with myself since I am the first one in alphabetical order. Well, my week's been going good, you know, just been getting ready, just doing some more sponsorships for the uh, local indie wrestling shows over there in my area, you know, been busy lately. And that's that. And uh, what about you, uh, Eric? My day's been pretty, this week's been pretty good for me. I mean, uh, we got a lot of stuff done. Survived two storms and um, I'm here just enjoying the day. Can't wait for Impact tonight and... Uh, well, I got you know, it's just the same old stuff. I'm on my Red Sox. I hope they're they're with with my I hope my Red Sox would be winning, but they won yesterday. I hope they win today, but I don't know. I don't know, but other than that, it's been a good week. Oh. All right, what about you, Jordan? Um, it's been going good. Um, can't complain. Uh but other stuff that I, you know, had to find out you know it's which is going to be your main event topic as i know um mm -hmm. i'm not gonna lie it's it's um it's been something i mean last night was pretty good for you know if you were logging on my live stream last night for the actual episode 100th episode of aw dynamite live reaction which is you know like you said a contradiction and a half but then again they don't count that late night dynamite thing as an episode mm -hmm. for some strange reason but yet they'll count Saturday nights and Friday nights as, as ones too. So, yeah, but it's okay. I'm not going to mm -hmm. complain, okay, but I will say on. though, I did have fun last night. Mm -hmm. Then mm -hmm. what I had to find out today regarding last night, regarding to something else, which I'm not going to get into, which we'll get, but you'll get into for the main event. That's, you know, oh, yeah. mm -hmm. other than that, I'm doing good. Oh All my right. God. Look, look, look what Rome. I mean, look what Romeo is saying. I was just going to say, Jesus, this is why men are sterile and drink to a stupor. Thanks, you, Barbara. Oh, well, I'm sorry, but I'm sorry about the joke. I already heard the joke before. And um, where's my tomatoes and beer bottle to throw? Okay, so I'm okay. So you drink. You forgot about your eggs, Jerome. 
<laughs> uh, Billy Moody, thank you. Um, and lettuce. Your Rays have been, have been a great team this year. There's no doubt. Um, How's my day going? Lucky Barbaros' comedy, Miserable. Oh, my God. <laughs> they what got you on that one, you? Uriel. <laughs> what did I ever do to you? If I was a bot, if I was a bot, I would put you in a timeout corner. But I... on. My day is going good. I got a haircut, and then you're, and then Jerome just said, "So did I." Oh wait, oh wait a minute. <laughs> uh, <laughs> of course, he's a baldy. No, uh, Charlie Brown. Well, well, then again, if you if you look at, at at his head, it'll reflect off the sunlight. You'll go blind. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> uh, but nevertheless, my day's going good. I'm having a good week. Yep. Yeah. Right. Okay, can you? I'm a moderator. <laughs> okay, you I'm up. Hello, Jose. Hey, the curtains master drapes. Well, listen, house. Everybody's in the house. Well, it ain't red. That's for sure. Well, I thought the carpets matched the drapes. Actually, it's mostly. Actually, it's the <laughs> curtains, not the carpets. This in this area. Oh. Oh wait. Oh yeah. Actually, even better. I can block Romy in the chat. So. All I'm solved. No, you can't. Oh my gosh. Uh, but either way, how's your week, uh, Uriel? Well, I mean, aside from school, well, I'm doing. I'm doing a okay. By the way, Billy, we will be talking about that. You know, um, uh, mostly Brandon on his main event top. You know, um, topic. Yeah. Although we'll still have a discussion regarding to that. But yes. Either way. Oh yes, and there's some people are on you know the live chat to say hello to. Of course, true anonymous. You know, Mr. Wilner. Oh. Okay, I actually got a, I actually got a pretty, I actually got a pretty funny joke. Since uh, Jordan said mentioned about like you want people wear sunglasses because of Romy's shiny head, so that's why Romy wears sunglasses. He's trying to protect his eyes from his baldness or his other head. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the forehead. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Hmm. How, how's, that, how's that true? You can't read unless it has pictures. Porn doesn't count. Well, oh boy. What happened to Lucas's stream last night? Um, actually, that, that's a processing system that Lucas has on his YouTube. You know, it, it's it's nothing to worry about. I'm sure it'll be back up. You know, sooner rather than later. Yes. I are. My art head. Well, speaking of that, I will I will be discussing about that in one of my topics. You know, because all right, yeah. Um, wait, 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 wait. Oh, you gotta be kidding me! This video contains content from WWE who has it blocked it who has blocked it on copyright grounds. What? I knew him playing that video, uh, that the little clip of Vince McMahon and Eric Bischoff. You know, with him oh. with, with his logo covering Bischoff's face was going to be a problem. Anyway, well, let's look at the Q and A. I got a question uh, from Billy Moody, who's also a race fan. Eric, have you been to any games at Fenway in the past? Yeah, I, Billy, I have. In fact, I have been to only two games in the past. Um, one game, my first Red Sox game, actually, is 1990 when they uh, 
having a great run for the AL East. Um, they played against the New York Yankees. Starting pitcher back then was Tom Bolton, and I think the Red Sox won that game like six to four or something like that. It was the Yankees were in last place at the time. It was I didn't back know the starting pitcher for the Yankees at that time. Yeah, you know, I didn't. I didn't know. Oh no, it was 1990. That's why it was. Ah, oh. so. Um, so yeah, Tom Bolton. I knew he was the pitcher. That another game I went to. I don't know the starting. I don't remember the starting pitcher of, of that game. Um, uh, one of my bosses that I used to work with at Ruby Tuesdays. This is like back in like 98, 99. I think it was ninety eight mostly. Um, took me to a game against the White Sox, and I remember we were leading one nothing in the top in the ninth, and Tom Gordon was our closer. He walked the bases loaded, and Albert Bell, who we booed the heck out of. Hit a grand slam, and we ended up and hit a grand slam. We're like, oh man! Have you guys been? Who was the starter? Any, any conventions? Um, I um, I've been to some when I was younger, but I haven't um been to ones as of late. And I highly doubt because of what's going on as of late. Mm-hmm. I haven't been in any conventions either. I don't know who just. I, don't I just um just so we're clear, I just sent um. I just sent a message to Lucas informing him about what happened to his stream from last night, mm. which to me, I felt like it was fun. Have I been to conventions? No. Next question. All right. Um, Billy Moose. Uh, okay. So, yeah, I don't remember the starter, Michael, of that game. I know um, Curtis Pride and Scott Hatterberg helped the Red Sox tie it up, and then Chicago won it ultimately in the 10th, I believe. One of my favorite Red Sox moments when Nomar Garcia was playing, Garcia Paro was playing. Oh, crap. Oh, Billy, that's an excellent question. I would say all those home runs, you know, the home runs he'd been hitting on his birthday, he was he was a, one of the best players ever, and he was the ultimate sacrificial lamb in the, in the trade deadline in 2004 to break the curse. I do miss Nomar. But, um, and I, you know, I think, and also, if it was, if it was a moment while he was playing with the team, it was a week before he got traded when that brawl with the Yankees, which uh, the infamous Jason Veritek shoving the glove into A Rod's face, and then all heck broke loose, and we all know the rest. The rest of that is history. Shall we say? I don't want to remind. I don't want to talk anymore. <laughs> Red Sox Yankees. Poor Michael over here is gonna 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 want to punch me in the face later on. So. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, that, Michael. At least you didn't mention Jeter. I know I respect Jeter. Jeter's probably to me, Derek Jeter is the classiest player in baseball history. He brought a lot of class to the game. So that's and another thing, you didn't get David involved in this. I, anyway, I sent I I I haven't sent him a, sent Lucas a screenshot of what happened. You know why his stream's not you know up and about. It says this video contains con- content from WWE, who has blocked it on copyright grounds. Which is kind of funny how it's funny that you know look at the stream. It got like 169 views, yet all of a sudden WWE cares about just one tiny clip. Just one tiny clip. There's not there wasn't even sound playing on it. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, okay. Um, I remember on uh, on an episode of Bosos, um, I showed a clip of the uh, Green Eggs and Ham um, the series, and um, as of as of right now, I haven't gotten any copyright strikes, which is good. But why is why is that? I mean, like it's obvious. Like Lucas, he's got like, yeah, he just messaged back. That's ridiculous. 
Mm. I mean, I, I, I need my big mouth. Billy Movie asks you another question. And Eric. All right. Okay. Uh, very much, Jared Jeter. That play by Jeter that he um, that he did when he leaped over and made the catch and foul ground, and when the Yankees that was in the Bronx, over, I think, right? Yeah, it was the Bronx. It was against the Red Sox too, by my ad. And uh, when he made that play against Oakland, that backhand play in in, in that playoffs, and uh, and got, got the, and the, the jump play, throw. That, that jump. That's what I'm talking about. That jump throw that he did against Oakland. That was one of the. You know, Derek Jeter is a very great player. Big Poppy, excellent question. The home runs he hit against New York. Sorry again. <laughs> no, uh, Big Poppy, when he hit that home run in game four, I, and that started the momentum back against the Yankees in 2004. And I, I got to tell you. you know, I got a thing to say to you, Eric. Tim Wakefield to Aaron Boone. Yeah, unfortunately, <laughs> that was 2003, my friend. That kind of woke the Red Sox up because – I blame Grady Little for not pulling Pedro out. If he had pulled and not uh, pulling Pedro out as he's supposed to, if he had pulled Pedro out, you know that wouldn't have happened. To be honest with you, and who knows for sure? But I give you, but I give Boston credit for bringing Terry Francona. Yeah, Francona. What I mean, the main key is we brought in Schilling and and Keith Falk. Once we brought those two gentlemen in, we know it was. Um, it, it, it was given, and I Schilling won a World Series back in Arizona. Yeah, two thousand prior to that. Prior yeah. to that, yeah, that was with the Diamondbacks alongside yeah. Randy Johnson. Yeah, Luis that was Gonzalez. a heck of a series against the Yankees. That was a heck of a series against the Yankees. I mean, they were, New Yorkers were coming from nine eleven at that point, and yeah. goes away, and a lot of game winning home runs. J Jared Jeter was called Mister November because he hit a home run in November, which was really really cool. Yeah. Um, Young yeah. Kim had two blown saves. Young Young Kim, and we we picked them up in two thousand three. That was a great Red Sox. <laughs> and then in the in the two thousand three off season, yeah. And then I'll tell you one thing. And for the Diamondbacks to win the World Series, see the tears in um, Young Young Kim's eyes. Hey Dakota, how you doing? Um, yeah, Evan, Evan Longoria after the after the after the Luis Gonzalez to pick up that walk off single against I, Rivera. That was huge. Rivera, there's another guy I respect right there. Evan Longoria. Don't remind me. Don't remind me of Evan Longoria when he played for the Rays, Billy. Uh, let's just, don't let's just take Evan Longoria out of context. Just beautiful. Just wow. I'm just glad he got traded to San Francisco away from the American League East. <laughs> Yeah. That's all I'm going to say about Evan Longoria. If I have a, a credible moment for Evan Longoria, him being traded away from the American League East, that's my favorite moment of Evan Longoria. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and Dakota says, what about Mookie Betts? Mookie Betts, one of the best players ever. It's sad that we had to let, it's sad, it's sad yeah. we had to let him go and um, kind of miss him in Boston, but he's doing well in uh, L.A. And, uh, he won, he won a World Series here. Yeah, he well. won a World Series with uh, one World. He went back, back, won back, back World Series, and from from Boston last year, um, Boston and uh, now L.A. So, yeah. Um, so, if I had a Mookie Betts favorite, it was that fifteen pitch battle against? I think it was J.A. Happ. I think with when he was when J.A. Happ was with Toronto. J.A. Happ. Uh, J. Happ, I think, and um, he hit a grand slam on that one. Which is really, really, you know, that was really great from Mookie wow. Betts. So, Roger Center or Fenway? It was Fen Fenway. 
It was it was Fenway. Oh. Yeah, so <laughs> I just yeah, had so that was one of my favorite. Nice now go. <laughs> <laughs> well that's gonna be one of my topics. What we do, we only have we have McDonald's. Remember that Grand Slam very well, <laughs> David three thousand. Thank you, David. <laughs> okay. <laughs> McDonald's. Speak of the devil, look who just got involved. <laughs> yes, it's our other producer of the show. David three thousand. Go away. My, my partner in crime. <laughs> yeah, so as a <laughs> yeah, so yeah, a long reason. <sighs> Hi, Scott. How you doing? Welcome to the show on the chat. Mm-hmm. And uh what's the best one? Home one robbery. Yeah, oh I think it was against Baltimore that happened. It was against Baltimore that happened. It was Chris what Davis. What year was that? that? Oh, I think it was 2019 or 2018. I forget that year. I. It was. Uh, Let me guess. The ice cream, ice cream machine is broken. Yeah. If your ice cream machine is broken, buy ice cream from the local supermarket. <laughs> ah! He just answered it. Uh, I'm. Well, that's gonna be one of my topics. I'm gonna the, be explaining. You're not the only one, one David. You're not the only one, David. What were you trying to say? You're, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, well, I was going to say, um, I'm going to be explaining what's been going on with that. So, As one of your topics? Yeah. Good, because I've been dying for some ice cream from McDonald's. I mean, like, not going to lie, they actually have great ice cream. Well, the best ice cream I taste. We're talking like the McFlurries, the, the milkshakes, the, you know, hot fudge sundaes. Yes. I mean. Oh, hot fudge sundaes. Oh my God, that was so good. those are so good. McFluffy, McFlurries, McFlurries, not McFluffies. McFluffies? You mean well, Gabriel Iglesias? Well, well, <laughs> well, somebody. Well, the thing is, you know what? Ha- okay, this is. I don't know if this is true, but it might be. Might be just rumors, but I heard that when Jerome prepares for a porn scene, instead of you know using you know you know the usual fluffer, he uses a McFluffer, which is a McFlurry and a fluffer combined. <laughs> Actually, now that I think about it, here we go. Now, now that I think I about it, story would be funny. I could go. If uh, if Travis Scott and uh, BTS can have their own uh, McDonald's menu, so can uh, Gabriel Iglesias. I'll, I will yeah, buy him Mc, McFluffy pick for him. <laughs> you do a great job. <laughs> <laughs> Romy got your back, man. Yeah. What do you say? I can't back. see it. He said, "What can I say, Jordan? You do a great job." No, that no, that was the other guy. Oh! <laughs> yeah, you're the other guy. No, 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 that wasn't me. It was the other guy. It was the other guy. Anyways, oh, I do great. Oh, you know, we have, we still have. One what would you second. rather eat at McDonald's or Burger King? I'd say Burger. I mean, excuse me. I'd say uh, McDonald's because I'm because one they got good chicken nuggets and their fries. I mean, they're addictive. I'm not gonna lie. Made the chicken McNuggets. Uh, you don't want to know how they're made. So, excellent. Mitchell Hill asked an excellent question. Oh well, for me, God. it all depends on what I want. It all depends on what Hold I want. Hold on, the other I guy, was... your twin. No, I feel like your twin, David. <laughs> no, no, it was no. I'm not. No, no. It's it, it's the other retard. It, he, he, it's not me, the South Carolinian. It's the North Carolinian, not me. Oh boy. Ric Flair. 
Anyways, um, actually, actually, I was thinking David Flair, but that's a different story. Wow. <laughs> Wait. Well, man, hey, the David guy never won. To... Hey, the guy never reached. You know, the heights that his dad did. I mean, the only one that would have, you know, may rest in peace, was gonna be um. Reed. Reed Flair. Yeah. So. Plus, the only time he got a big major push was when he was being like his old man, winning the WCWS title for no apparent reason and not developing who he should have been. I mean, if he could have had the robes and all that, but the problem is, you know, the way how they did it was stupid. And then when he when the WWE used the storyline with Ric Flair and the Undertaker, and the Undertaker beat the beat the crap out of him. Wait, what am I doing? I'm just cleaning my glasses. What are you doing? Wait, give give me my own give me my own meal at McDonald's. Eh, don't push. Um, eh, don't push it. So, anyways, um, <clears throat> yeah, well, I think that, well, that I mean McDonald's. I mean, a lot of people have their own opinions. I mean, I like McDonald's. Anybody? I'll you say know? something about McDonald's and Burger King. Um, to answer Mitchell Hill's question, to me, it all depends on what I want. I like the filet fish and McDonald's. I'll, I'll go to McDonald's to get that. I like the original chicken sandwich over at Burger King. I'm watching. I'll go. I'll go get that. So it all depends. And all the, and get, all get your own food. Yeah. Well, the thing is, Jerome, the thing is, uh, you only have your mom make your sandwich for you. <laughs> you Wait. lazy bum. John Cena Wait. meal at McDonald's. I'm not watching. What? I'm not. Hang on. What? I'm not watching puppets this time, David. I. John I can Cena. admit I'm. I'm a le- I can admit I'm a little. Oh bit wait wait wait! Oh, that's what Jose said. Okay, yeah, Jose, Jose, oh, God. I'm looking at he's looking at the, the Saweetie meal. What the heck? I'm like, what the well, the problem is, is you won't weed? see. Well, the, well, the problem is you won't see see the Burger Queen because you know the Burger King and Burger Queen divorced. Why do you think there's a place called Dairy Queen now? <laughs> huh? Although my favorite ice cream, we have a, a a restaurant. We still have a Friendly's open up porn held meal. What the heck, Nicholas? Okay. Hey, hey, I know what it is. It's an X-rated um, double cheeseburger, along with um, uh, dick-shaped nuggets and also <laughs> tiny Viagra pill-sized fries <laughs> and a cum um, shake. <laughs> um, you know you can go to Hooters, right? Oh my god! Anyways, Jose Oh my god! This kid needs to stop crying. Wait, she doesn't make make you you crap. Well, that's well, it's obvious she doesn't make you crap because obviously you be you know you be doing your pants all the time. Why do you think that the bathroom is made? Oh, I love what Jose Plus said. Oh my god. What? Kid, enough. Seriously. Anyways, uh, you know we have we still have a friendlies here. Does it include Jody West and Lisa Ann? Oh man! (laughs) Wow. Anyways, I'll tell you one thing. It won't. Oh wait! If David's really throwing up, I'm not gonna apologize because the thing is that's what he gets. For all the times he has, you know, interrupted me during my topics and all the times he made it, you know, look difficult for me to try and say something. And yet he cuts me off and then it kills my momentum. Anyway. Wait, you can't speak? Yeah. Anyways. Uh, I think I'm starting to find out who David 2.0 is now. Anyways. Yeah, um, it ain't me. Yeah. 
Because um, I'm a steel child. So how dare you make made me feel gross? You apologize. No, That's, <laughs> you need to apologize for all the times you you interrupted me, and then I'll apologize back. <laughs> yeah, anyway. absolutely, David. What are you talking about? He's not doing anything wrong. Anyway, speaking of ice cream, speaking of back on ice cream, um. Yeah, we have a friendly still here in um, in South Coast, Massachusetts, and uh, the the frenzy that was once known as a cyclone, Reese's peanut butter cup frenzy, the cyclone. I like it; it's my favorite, my favorite ice cream. Taste good. I'm on the Big Mac. I already like this Aaliyah person. No, Leah. I already like her. Wait, wait. You know what? If that's the case, then that ain't that ain't the special sauce. It's supposed to be disguised as mayo. Or, or the laxatives Eddie Guerrero put hey, in the burritos. Keep this in mind. If you ever have a Big Mac over at McDonald's, look before you, you taste. Yeah, because you need to check if there's pickles I'm, on I'm it. I'm definitely making it difficult for people to eat at McDonald's now. <laughs> Don't worry. I already, I already know what, what those uh, chicken McNuggets are made out of. It's those pink, those, it's those disgusting pink slimes. <laughs> No, it's, it's the laxatives that Eddie Guerrero put in Big Show. Yes, yes, I love Zaxby's. Mm. I don't have a Zaxby's. So fun. Mm. Never heard of that. So what? You never heard of Zaxby's? I live in El Paso. We don't have that what, here. What, what planet are you from? Massachusetts. <laughs> so we don't Texas. have Zaxby's either. I've heard of Zaxby's. I looked it up. You know, people talk about it online. I'm like, okay, what's Zaxby's? And, but we never have one around here, so unfortunately. Yeah, I'm sorry, Jordan, but you apologize for the for the mean jokes over the years to me and I borrow. Exactly. Hold, hold, hold on. You have to apologize. You didn't – no, you just say you're, you apologize, but you don't give out the reason why you apologize. You apologize for all the times you interrupt me, and then I'll apologize back. Okay. This is why I love David. He's my partner in crime. Partner, partner, all right. Partner and David also apologizes to me for mentioning A Rod while presenting topics. Everybody's got everybody apologizes to everybody. I'm sorry, everybody. I apologized earlier on. Uh, <laughs> all right, it's 30 minute mark. Yeah, yeah. Let's get this topic before this goes off yep. the rails. As so you, you will. Let's go, ho. Excuse me. All right, start off the opener. Okay, forget it then. <laughs> you were going to leave. Where, are you, where were you going? <laughs> no, I wasn't going to leave. I was going to fix my chair because it fell down on me. Um, oh, okay. <laughs> so that's why I'm a little bit smaller now. Um, well, I want to talk about NWA Empower. I don't know if y'all um, watched the, watch the pay-per-view. I got a chance to watch too. And um, this was a great, great um, show put on by Mickey James. As you know, it's an all-woman's, first all-woman's pay-per-view in NWA. And uh, she addressed the crowd how good, you know, we're really proud of doing this. The first match was a, they had a couple pre-show matches. Um, first pre-show match was um, Kenzie um, Page versus um, Paola Blaze or Paola Mayfield. Paola Mayfield is one of the um, the reality stars from six, um, 90 Day Fiance, I think it was something like that. And she's now getting into wrestling, and so she picked up the victory over Kenzie Page. Another pre-show match. Um, another. Uh, Pre-show match with Sky Blue versus Christy James from Brazil, and Sky Blue picked up the victory. And then the Battle of the Brands kicked off the triple threat match. Kylie Ray represented NWA, Chick Tormenta represented AAA, and Diamante represented AEW. Diamante did pick up the victory in that one. 
And then they had a, a four-team tag team tournament for the Women's Tag Team Championships um, um, in the NWA. The Hex, that's the team of Marty Bell and Allison Kay versus Hell on Heels. That's Sahara Seven and uh, Renee Michelle, who is the real-life wife of uh, Drake Maverick from NXT. And uh, the Hex beat Hell on Heels. The um, the second round, another second uh, second round. The next um, matchup was the Free Babes, consist of um, um Hollywood Hollywood Haley J, who is the daughter. These um, these ladies are second generation wrestlers. Hollywood Haley Haley J, who is um the daughter of Amazing Maria and OVW. Um, Jazzy Yang, who is the um daughter of Jimmy Wang Yang, and um, Miranda Gordy, obviously the daughter of the late great um, Hall of Famer Freebirder. Uh, Terry Gordy, Bam Bam Gordy, versus um, the AEW's team of Red Velvet and, Ka- and Kylie King, um, who are part of the uh, Nightmare uh, family in AEW. And Red Velvet and Kylie King did pick up the victory over the free base, despite the fact that Hollywood ALEJ tried to interfere in that matchup. My Valentine interviewed the Hex about their, you know them facing Velvet and King. Gail Kim arrived, was invited by Mickey James, so arrives to chase the rest of the crowd at Chase. Then Taryn Tyrell, Genocide, and Payola Blaze interrupted her. And Taryn Tyrell says, Look at me, I mean. And then Awesome Kong made an appearance and took out Genocide and Blaze. And then she addressed the crowd. She announced her retirement from in ring competition as a wrestler. And her and, and um, Gail Kim, their rivalry in TNA Impact was second to none. They both hug it out in the end. I thought that was super cool. A cool moment right there. Then the Impact knocks out knockouts title was on the line in that matchup. Um, <clears throat> Deanna Perazzo defending against the lovely Molina. I still love Molina. And Deanna Perazzo worked on, you know, um, knew that Molina had a bum leg almost, and she and we didn't know if it was too soon for her to come back to the ring, but um, Deanna Perazzo capitalized on that and picked up the victory over Molina. But then at the NWA 73, after Mickey James um, did beat Kylie Ray, she did attack Mickey James. So that feud is about to uh, blow over, that's for sure. <clears throat> and they had the, uh, the finals for the NWA Women's Tag Team Championships. Um, Medusa arrived at the, at the chase because everything took place at the, t- at the chase um, to uh, present the titles to the winners of that matchup. And to do commentary, um, and in the uh, in the end, the uh, the hex ended up beating Red Velvet and Kylan King to become the the first ever um, NWA Women's Tag Team Champions in over almost thirty years. So that's huge. So congratulations to Allison Kale, uh, Allison K, and Marty Bell, and uh, Medusa presents the titles to them. And then the NWA Women's Championship matchup was like a David and Goliath situation. Camille. The brick house against legit Layla Hirsch. You see the, the difference in height between these two ladies? It's crazy. Layla Hirsch gave it all she got, but in the end, Camille did retain the title. And then uh they had the women's invitational cup, so like a Royal Rumble gauntlet match type of deal. Um, you know, difference is no over-the-top rope throwing, and it's only pinfall submissions, eliminations go by. Chelsea Green and Kiara Hogan started it off, and then and then Santino Morella's daughter, um, Bianca Sofia Corelli, um, was involved in that. Thunder Kitty was the fourth entry. Entrant Genocide was the fifth. 
Lady Frost was a six. Debbie Malenko. I don't know if she's related to any of the Malenkos. Um, number seven, Jenny uh, Jamie Senegal. Number eight, Masa Slamovich. Number nine, and St. Louis native, um, the hometown girl, uh, Tootie Lynn was the last entrant in the matchup. And in order of elimination, uh, genocide. Uh, um, um, let's say Bianca Sofia Corelli was eliminated first. Then Thunder uh, Genocide eliminated her. Thunder Kitty was the next one to go, eliminated by Genocide. Third one was Lady Frost, eliminated by uh, Demi Malenko. Kiara Hogan eliminated Demi Malenko for the fourth elimination. Uh, Jamie, Jamie Senegal eliminated Genocide for the fifth. And Masa Slamovich uh, eliminated Jamie Senegal for the you know, sixth elimination. And then uh, Tootie Lynn eliminated uh, Masa Slamovich. Um, actually, no, wait a who was the seven? Well, Kiara Hogan was eliminated by Slam, uh, Slamovich for number seven. And number eight, um, the eighth elimination, Masa Slamovich, eliminated by Tootie Lynn, was down to, between Tootie Lynn and Chelsea Green. The winner of this match faces Camille for the NWA Women's Championship at NWA 73. And, and Chelsea Green ended up winning that. And that was the last match on there. So it was it was an excellent pay-per-view. I'm going to give Mickey James a lot of props. This this pay-per-view got a lot of praise, too, from Sasha Banks and Bailey in the WWE. And of all people, Ronda Rousey. Um, Ronda Rousey did a, a, a compliment on how great this was. This event. So that's so that's how good this event was. So props to all the ladies that got involved and uh, hope, they, hope they do another one next year. So that was that's the end of my first topic, by the way. All righty. And the next one up after Eric is... Okay, so um, welcome to uh, another another episode of um, into the new, into the news with uh, Barbara. So, um, first things first. Um, this is according to the uh, San Antonio Express News. It says, um, "Brace yourself, Texas is in for another rough winter," according to Farmers uh, Almanac. Which, okay, so I remember um, just recently, like. Um, Around January and February, there was like a uh, there was like a giant there was a giant blizzard that happened over here, and I remember like during that time, like on Valentine's Day, it was snowing like a lot. I, I know that because uh, during that time, I wanted to go outside, but I was actually chatting with a, a couple of friends of mine, and boom, the bumbling bosos was born. So, <laughs> it says he. Into the into the news. Oh my god! <laughs> ben so, Carson skills. <laughs> so, says I thought here, it was going to be into the news. Ben Ben's um, you know, uh, pressure luck skills. <laughs> Mine's improved. Mine's so it says here. So uh, savor the rest of summer and all and all of fall because this winter in Texas is going to be frisky and flat and flaky, similar to February's that that we storm. Yep, it just says right here. According to according to the farmers almanac, the almanac which has been predict, predicting the weather outlook for farmers and gardeners for over two hundred years says the expected a frosty flip flop winter for the United States. For most of the country, there will be a near near normal amount of snow with some notable month to month variations. The, the almanac says. <laughs> Damn. Damn! Wow, Ben, that was genius. Oh, oh! That's not gonna lie, that was actually kind of funny. 
<laughs> my other partner in crime, ladies and gentlemen. Those of you in late January, Texas and, o and o Oklahoma may, may be in for icy weather like you, like you experienced last winter, according to Elmanic Report. The former Elmanic Report pretty, previously predicted Texas winter storm Yuri. Oh my God. I love how it says Texas winter storm Yuri. Yeah, put an EL there, and then you, then you got yourself a uh, a storm named after me. No, you put in E N uh, E L or A L, and you got urinal. <laughs> I name oh, mm. dirt. Hey, at least I wrote you. Uh, hey, at least I roasted you in the chat, calling you a Ro a Romy Junior. So, <laughs> oh my, oh that, oh they're having a frenzy at the chat. So um, wow. In in which heavy in, in which heavy snowfalls, high storms, and bitter temperatures brought an enormous drain in the state power's grid, grid leaving millions without electricity. Over two hundred people died. Oof. I I was not. I, I see. I think I remember hearing hearing that. So I remember. You know, you talk about winter in Texas. I remember Jason David Frank uh, posted a video about that. Oh, this is crazy, isn't it? And, who's was talking to a couple of guys and for those who don't know who Jason David Frank is, he played Tommy the Green Ranger, the original Green Ranger mm. Power Rangers. Oh, okay. So uh, uh, all right, back continuing on to this. Texas lawmakers made a few changes to prepare for winter harvest for harvest weather incidents during the twenty twenty one legislative section sessions. The measures changed the structure of the board of at the nonprofit that operates Texas's electrical grid and set rules for the weatherization of power plants and some natural gas suppliers. For this year, the Alemannic has predicted that parts of the country will experience an active storm track that will lead to a stretch of preparation, well, no, pre precipitation in various forms, including rain, <laughs> snow, and ice. Just in. Like that and something else I found. Um, Gary made a post an hour ago on the network, and there's just one word that if he'd said it, then then yeah, we'd all be dying laughing. I'll put it in the in the private chat, you know. Yeah. So give out. Yeah, Brandon Beauregard. No. Oh my God. That's not what what he, that should have been said. But I'm gonna remind Romy what it is, you know, this Monday. But this is what 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 I think would be very funny. Yeah, to I mean, why don't you do the Red Sox? Just look in the private chat. Hang on. Let me see. Apple sauce. Hmm. Hey, come it. It says applesauce. Ah. Say but that anyway. in a New York accent. <laughs> it says applesauce card, Mitch. Ah. I never caught a ball, ball, ball at Fenway Park or even any minor league park either. I went to a possum. Well, every, every ball you catch is foul after you catch it, David. Oh. Wow. So anyway, wow. for this year, the LMA has predicted that, that parts of the country will experience and Okay, I already read that. But either right. way, I forgot to say something real quick. I Okay, I accept your apology, David, and I also will apologize for being mean to you all those times, including Ibarra here, you know, and, you know, all that. There you go. There I go. That's more. That's more. That's more like it. I'll. I'll give a promotion on my show. I'll. Maybe you can uh -oh. start start my show. Or, or Don't worry. Like I got. I, I'll take care of it. Just ignore it. 
Nobody acknowledge anything in the live chat. I've got it taken care of. Oh God! Every time a money fucking stream, there always had to be goddamn trolls. Uh, anyways, moving on. February would be much quiet. Must be quieter in terms of storminess, according to the Alemannic. But there will be a winter winter whopper towards the end of the month in parts of the U.S. The Alemannic also predicts that March will be full of stretches of uneventful weather in in northeastern along the east coast towards the, the end of the towards the end of the month. This is kind of fine because literally the weather here in El Paso is not predictable. Like one day it could be like it could be all windy and then the next day it could be you know just you know just it'll be a cloudy day and then the next and then the next day it could be raining. So the weather here is literally it's a uh, the weather here is literally a juggernaut. So, um, there's only a weather per, um, no, let's see, before Texas start booking this Thursday in Cancun, the Alemannic is hoping for the conditions will not be as bad as Yuri. <sighs> Ouch. That hurts. Hopefully it won't be a, a robust, but it, it doesn't hurt to be prepared, the Alemannic says. So, for all you Texas residents out there, like moi, get, um, get cold. Make sure you get, grab all your uh, electric blankets, um, heaters ready, and um, food, food and shelter ready because we're in front. We're in front another ice age, and not the movie. Watch out for that, Sid the Sloth. He'll eat all your food. <laughs> <laughs> Why? This is anyone loving? This is anyone who cares about Sid the Sloth? Fucking love. I, I love those movies. So, um. Who's next? All right. Yes. Okay. Uh, NWA, once again, going back to that. And NWA 73, we have a new, a new NWA World's Heavyweight Champion. As you know, um, Nick Aldis and Trevor Murdoch were feuding over that championship. And Mur Trevor Murdoch has said he put his career on the line. If he doesn't win the title, he'll retire from in-ring competition or, or leave NWA. After 1,044 days reign, that's three years worth of reign of Nick Aldis as heavyweight champion, Trevor Murdoch is the new NWA World's Heavyweight Champion. And he entered the ring dressed like Holly Race, the, the jacket that Holly Race used to wear, paying tribute. Both men were mm. trained by Holly, Holly Race, so both men were. And he um, did a speech where he gave Nick Aldis a lot of props about being the NWA World's Heavyweight Champion. He earned his respect, and I think, and Trevor Murdoch. The reason why I'm acknowledging him as the champion as well is because he's worked very hard. I mean, toiling in the WWE with the late great um, Lance Cade as tag team champions a long time. WWE didn't do much with Trevor Murdoch since the team split up, and now he goes in the NWA, works his butt off, and with his family in the ring. Witnessing it, him being the NWA World's Heavyweight Champion is really, really cool to see, to see and hear about. And uh, I want to give a congratulations to Trevor Murdoch. I don't know if he watches this or not, but if he is, congratulations. We're really proud of you. Um, you came a long way from being a tag team player in the WWE and um, really proud. So uh, congratulations. And congratulate Nick Aldis as well. Long 1044 days that's impressive. Three day, three year reign of the championship, three year reign of that title, Everybody probably long, longer than Hogan. Long, probably well, longer, well, longer, well, longer, longer, longer than Hogan, but still, it's a it's a start. 
you know, I, no, I say it's the longest reign in NWA world title history. I think. One thing I won't under, don't understand is what is the deal here? Like every time you you know like you have to put your career in the line in order to win a title for some reason. But then again, Trevor I, Murdoch, in my view, I think he deserved it. You know, it, all things considered, I think it shows how hungry you are. That you're willing to do whatever it takes, and even if you have to sacrifice. You know, sometimes you know you the, your opponent wants to make you to sacrifice, like the MJF Chris Jericho fight, final fight, and you know. Jericho's putting his career on the line. If he doesn't beat MJF, he's he's retiring from in-ring competition. But still, that's a huge thing. And I, I respect some of these, uh, like Jericho and Murdoch, for doing that. You know, and that shows how hungry they are, and that's how that shows what they were willing to do to get what they want. So I gotta respect Jericho for that and Murdoch for that. So congratulations to either um, to to both of them. So that's the end of my second topic. Speaking of hungry, I'm hungry. Who wants some Dairy Queen? <laughs> hey, we, we, It'll be like that. Uh, wait, what was that video called that you showed me the other night, uh, Jordan? About um, someone from the WWE went to the uh, went to the Dairy Queens and he was just cussing out at the at the drive oh, 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 yeah, Jim Cornette over at Dairy Jim Queen. Cornette, yeah. Oh my oh, God! Oh, oh, Actually, when? well, this was no, this was during the during the time Jim Cornette was in Smoky Mountain wrestling. You know, doing that thing. You know. And that was a video that Gary was watching before he got the crap scared out of him again by Romy, I believe. <laughs> like always. Jim Cornette's a pretty funny person, I have to admit, though. Uh. <laughs> yeah. That's, uh, yeah. Dairy Queen. I did try some Dairy Queen blizzards. They're pretty good. They're good. Yeah. yeah I, lo I love the Dairy Queen blizzard. My favorite yeah. one. I don't know what I don't know what it is. It's always the ice cream with certain places, and that's what's most. Yeah, you know, this is what it is. Instead of, instead of the actual food, you know what I mean. And Friendly's I mean, was the first one I tried for ice cream. Is from Friendly's, so it was very cool. I mean, look at a uh, Baskin Robbins. I remember. I remember a place called Brewsters. You know, around here, you know, my Bruce area, Blitz? but Brewster. Brewsters, not Bruce like, Blitz. Not, like Punky Brewster, jackass. <laughs> hey, I love that show. Imagine kind of curious. You're gonna, start the next, you're gonna start in the next sequel reboot if you don't be quiet. Uh, well, there is a, well, there is gonna be a new movie, so. Oh my god! Yeah, four. I think I, I think I uh, it out. Anyway. Brewster ice cream. Yes! Yes! Uh, yeah. <laughs> By the way, you know, I saw a video of a short clip of uh, MJF giving a happy birthday to someone like a dick. I mean, I'm not kidding you. He was like acting like uh, a heel. You know, yeah. he's always going to stay in character no matter what. He wants people to hate him, but that's the problem. We know he's kind hearted, you know, behind the scenes, and yet he doesn't want to, you know, he has to build that reputation where he has to be hated. Yeah. And that's pretty good. But then again, that's Chris Jericho tactics for you. Yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah. Uh, so that, that ends my second topic, by the way. Just, you know, yes. on, hands about food, more food, food, more food. Every day. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right. Next. It'll be me. All it's, right. It's you. It's you. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> what's the, wait, what's the smell? Uh, it's you. <laughs> I like waffles. 
<laughs> Don't care. Ah. I like waffles. Waffles are good. All right, Brandon, what you got for us? Laying on us. Yeah, you, you got it. Well, this one, this next event, though, in the uh, in area, I'll get to that later, Alex, in a moment. But either way, where was I? Oh, Six yeah. No, no, Alex. Where was I? Oh, I yes. Love you, David. But either way, uh, the next Wait. one, what was wrestling? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, hang on. Oh. Jordan, I thought for a second about singing happy birthday. I thought you meant that puppet from SML. Oh, Chef PP. Yeah. <laughs> happy birthday to the bastard. Happy birthday to the bastard. Happy birthday to the bastard. Eat a poop cake. <laughs> Go ahead, Brian. We'll, 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 we'll stop interrupting you. Yeah, you guys are all right. But either way, what was I? Oh, yes. Relentless Wrestling. Next show will be happening September 25th. Again, this is their fourth show. This is back at the 12 Breaker Cider House, which is a great place to go to, you know, for wrestling events. And event food's not too bad. And they called it Pumpkin Spice Fights in this one. Oh, boy. Pumpkin Spice. Oh, Here we go. I thought you were going to say latte for that one. Well, in case, you know, it's a lot. It's, although it's a latte flavor, you know, when you drink coffee and all that. But, but this one... Features the debuts of now we got ECW legend Matthew Justice, hmm. Veda Scott, oh, I and also AW star and and a member of the Dark Order, Alan Five Angels, which I'm looking forward to, and also scheduled to appear. They are the following, which is Keita Murray, Jackson Price, Jake Landers, Chase James, Holly Cromwell, and many many more. And of course, tickets already been happening since last Saturday. But either way, so that's going to be a short topic regarding to the uh, Relentless Wrestling uh, fourth show regarding to Pumpkin Spice Fights for September twenty fifth. But before we go to the next one, <sighs> I saw the I saw the photo. Yeah, I know. No, wait. Oh, oh, I Not thought no, no, I thought it was the one I saw in the. Saw I'm the Rarnar crew. The teacher's chair. I thought you were laughing at this one. David. Whoever took that picture, thank you. I love you. That was David. That was David. You see, this is the reason why I love David. This is the reason why I call him my partner in crime. <laughs> Uh, we call him unexpected, David. Oh, man. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I'm like Jim Carrey. I have a rubbery face. <laughs> All right. Let's see who's next up. All right, final topic. As a New England Patriots fan, we've been uh, been very blessed to have six world titles, six Super Bowl titles. As you know, that came to an end when Brady left us to go left the Patriots to go to Tampa Bay and win a Super Bowl there, which uh, the Patriots tried Cam Newton, but now with the release of Cam Newton, there's a new era, and I'm it's going to be in a way that it's the turn of the Mac, you know, not the return of the Mac, the turn of the Mac. Mac Jones has been named as the new Patriots starting quarterback. So what a rookie season that! So a lot of pressure on the rookie. 
this season. So it's going to be very interesting to see what happens now. Mac Jones is only 22 years old. In fact, as a result, every quarterback in the AFC East will be 25 and under, with Josh Allen of the Bills being the oldest at 25. So, and uh, <laughs> single and ready to mingle. Hey, man. <laughs> <laughs> hey, <laughs> hey, <laughs> you that now? I- I can't read that part. Um, what, I can't read that part. It says, uh, what, I'm single. I'm, it says, hey, sexy ladies, I'm single and ready to mingle. Yeah, so anyways. I am, Alex Valvinus Paris. And Jim Carrey, are you related to Drew Carrey? Oh, my God. Uh, well, and, he's Drew uh, Carrey, all right, but without the green face. And did you know the season will start? September. That's racist, Michael. Yeah, um, Michael, what the hell? Get it, get it green face. The mask. Oh. The mask. Oh, I was afraid to the ta- mask. I was talking. I was talking. Oh, green face. I'm talking about green face instead of the black face. Get it? Oh, oh that anyway. that and the Grinch. No, I was talking about the mask. The movie. I know. Have you guys seen yeah, that? Yeah, I haven't had a chance to see the mask, but I have. Anyways, yeah, speaking of um, yeah, speaking of pages, their season will start with um, uh, Miami, um, September 12th. That's a week from this Sunday. So. Uh, Mac Jones, uh, all star AFC. It's gonna be very interesting. First two games against the AFC East, then we played the Saints. Well, I don't know if that game will happen, but they may have to change the venue because of what happened over there at Ida. But, um, the real season starts, um, next week as well, September 9th. Brady's going up against the um, Cowboys, Buccaneers, and Cowboys. So it's gonna be a very interesting season. So the Mac Jones era begins as the uh, Cam Newton experiment ends. So, be very interested to see what happens. I'm kind of looking forward to see what Mac can do. So, it's the turn of the Mac. So, can't wait to uh, see what that is. And that will end my final third topic. All right. Before we do go to the uh, the next one, I'm not going to say who that person is, but. Oh, God. I remember oh, those faces God. Lucas made last night. <laughs> By the way, Michael, don't apologize. I'm just trying to bust your balls. That's all. Yeah. Also, also, I'm surprised. I'm surprised you guys didn't mention the Grinch because that's another Jim Carrey guy oh, that he yes. has a green face. I like the first Mask movie. It's like, it's like you know what? What else will he play play as? Will he play as an alien? You know, next. Well, actually, wait a minute. Might. Actually, no. That's what actually Biden. has. He's play, No, actually, he's played something green before, like the Riddler. Yeah. The oh, uh, I, Batman Forever. I, I'm going. You know, Bat- Batman Forever is one of my one of my favorite movies um, with him in it. He did a great job in that. Movie. Yes, he did. I. Uh, but apparently, originally, if it was still um, the one that made the first two Batman movies, I heard that you know um, that Robin Williams would have been the Riddler, and you know you know the guy, uh, Billy D. Williams, he would have played Two Face instead of you know uh, Tommy Lee Jones. Yeah. I- oh wow. I did not know that. Well, yeah. Billy D. Williams was originally Harvey Dent in the first Batman movie, you know, from mm. 1989, and that kind of makes sense because he should have been Two Face. Yeah. Yeah, that, yeah. So I was one of the unfortunate people who saw Son of the Mask and immediate regret. Even as a even as a five year old, I hated that movie. Mm-hmm. Either way, next up. Oh. So more B, yay! So um, <laughs> gonna go th- gonna run gonna go this route real quickly. Um, apparently um, 
A skeleton from the world's biggest triceratop is going on sale. And the estimate for this, and this is coming from a, yeah, it's from a triceratops. And, and the estimate is for a whopping 1.2 million euro, euros, which is, for US dollars, is $1.4 million. So the, spe the specimen, the Big John, has a skull, has a skull 2.62 meters, which is 8 feet and 7 inches long, and 2 meters, and which is 6 feet and 7 inches wide, which if his two largest horns are 1.1 meters, which is uh, 3 feet and 7 inches long, and more than 30 centimeters, and, which is a uh, 11 inches wide and their base able to withstand 16 tons of pressure which it's a I mean I mean just by looking at this it's actually kind of impressive which I'm which does make me think how come it's not how come it's not on a museum which oh okay actually it is from me this is coming from a museum which i think it would be more logical if it just you know stay there you know at the smithsonian either at the smithsonian or the some of the other you know dinosaur museums but not gonna lie actually it's kind of impressive that uh somebody would like to sail a uh a bone piece from a dinosaur hmm i mean i'm just, i mean usually if i see things on sale which just I will try my best to get it immediately, immediately. But because this is a, a dinosaur bone, yeah, I'm gonna let someone else you know, take care of it. Okay. Triceratops, yeah. <laughs> I, I, it's kind of it's kind of hard for me to pick which one is my favorite dinosaur, but triceratops are cool. And then, since earlier we were talking about you know um, about uh, the McDonald's McFlurries. <laughs> and now let's get to the bottom let's get to the bottom bottom of this shall we i mean i guess this i mean i guess this was count as an exposure video so um so oh everyone get your helmets on because you're gonna about be bumping to the wall once you hear his exposure okay so this is according to usa today mcdonald's broken ice creams machines are part of the ftc investigation report says ftc which is the, um, uh, yeah, FTC, which is, um, it's, I, I forgot what it, I forgot what it is. So, so last year, a soft, a software engineer, Rakesh Hazid, made, even made an entire website called McBroken that tracks McDonald's restaurants where the machines are out of order and where the ice cream, and where the ice cream comes, McFlurry desserts, milkshakes, and sundaes are available. <laughs> And now machines are under investigation by the federal, by the, oh yeah, the Federal Trade Com Commission. But in the U.S., but in the statement to USA Today, McDonald's says it has no, it has no reason to believe we are the focus of an FTC investigation. And straight said to the investigation in our soft serve machines is our, it's our fans' love of McDonald's and iconic with flurry to serves and, sh and shakes. The company says in the statement, nothing is more important than us to than delivering our high high standards for, for qual, qual, food quality and safety. Sure, food quality. And which is why which is why we work with fully vetted partners that can be re reliably provide safe solutions at scale. According to the wall to the wall 
City Ball Street Journal, McDonald's franchise owners have complained that the machines are aren't complained by and are and the breakdown are difficult to fix. They also require nightly cleaning that can take four hours to to finish. The company says it had it has a team working on the problems and are including new solutions, including a new training and maintenance on the machine on the machines. In August 2020, McDonald's even poked fun at the at the problems on Twitter. We have made a joke about our soft serve machines, but we are but are worried it won't work, the chain tweeted. So which honestly they really need to McDonald's really need to fix that problem. Like it's been a long time since I've tried those uh, McFlurries and I think I, re I, re I remember they, they tasted really good. Like I usually get the uh, Oreo ones because I love Oreos. I like that what? and the M&M ones, too. Oh, my brother always get the M&M ones. But I wasn't even aware that most of the time the, the machines are broken. I don't know, like, maybe because the McDonald's here are more are more cooperative and are more, are more professionals, I guess, I guess. I don't know. Like, I remember, like, uh, I had a teacher in my high school, and um, his father, um, he... He is the manager of all the McDonald's here in El Paso, so like maybe okay. So step into the right direction. So I think they need to revamp on the whole, um, the the whole um, the ice cream machines because it's. I think as of today, it's still a recurring thing that the machines that the machines broke down. So I mean, with the I mean with uh, Taco Bell making a uh, new drive. Making a new drive-through, so it only makes sense for McDonald's to you know to get a, you know, to spend a little, to spend more money to, uh, you know, maybe revamp on the on the on the ice cream machines, or maybe you know, or either they stop making the ice creams, which is I highly doubt it, or just just fix the machines. It's not that hard. I mean, granted, there's like God knows what how many McDonald's here in this in this planet, but you guys got the money. Hell, even your slogan says we serve 99 billion people. So chances are you probably have like trillions of dollars lying lying on your stash. No pun intended. So, I mean, hey, I take, well, I do take drugs, but it's, pres but it's prescriptive drugs. So, well, it, it, I mean, you got the fucking people. FT, FTC to investigate the whole machines, which it's kind of dangerous when you know you messed up when you got like someone from the fed, someone from the federal to investigate on on your shit. So I think this is a wake up call, McDonald's. Fix your stuff or just get booted out. Right. Next up, before sponsors. Okay, so which one should I choose? None. Yeah, that's what she said. But anyway, um, okay, I think I'll, I'll start with this one. Um, last night regarding um, Elsie uh, Muscle's uh, recent live stream that I was a part of, which has apparently you know been blocked thanks to WWE, which I could probably see the reason, but then again, it's kind of stupid how it was not that big of a clip. Um. So yeah, uh, according to Lucas last night during his um, 
during the hangout session. It turns out that the Pain and Gain Pickums will be starting back next week at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, sometime after Dynamite is over every Wednesday night. So be sure to tune in on that. But also um, that he's also returning the TTC uh, hangouts. And, well, that's because it just came up, like, during the uh, beginning of the show, like, when I first discovered this. You should have been here earlier, David, and you would have known. But either way, um, so, yeah. He's bringing back the TTC Hangouts, you know, uh, on his channel, which is kind of cool because I kind of like, you know, being on uh, his channel to be, you know, be a part with him, Johnster, um, uh, C.A. Cougar. And, you know, it's – I actually kind of lo love these kind of, you know, chill stream like Hangouts because you get the, you know, like hang out with people that you do know and then some people you don't, but then you get to know them better and that's when they become good friends. Like last night, for instance, Network uh, uh, 98, I mean – uh, Eddie, he, mm -hmm. he was, I mean, I mean, the kid's actually pretty cool. I mean, I actually made him laugh a couple of times, you know, and I really do think that's, you know, but yeah, just like, know that, um, a lot of things will be happening on Lucas's channel. Um, sometime, uh, soon starting next week will be the painting game pick em season, uh, one premiere. And that's all there is to it. Now I've got other topics, but I'm going to save them, you know, um, you know, at, you know, later, but, yeah. All right. So that is the first eight and the first half of the show. Now we go to our usual, usual two main sponsors. We'll first start off with uh, Jesse Carter over there at the Pro Wrestling Shoot, which is every uh, Mondays on many platforms, you know, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many others. But either way, Jesse, take it away. What's going on, Rant and Rave listeners? Do you like listening to wrestling interviews? Well, you're going to be going to the right place. Come check out my podcast, The Pro Wrestling Shoot, with your host, Jesse Carter, where we do interviews with pro wrestlers, music guests, reviews of current product, and reviews of old product. If you like listening about wrestling, you'll love listening to my show. Come check us out and give us a follow on Facebook at The Pro Wrestling Shoot, Instagram at The Pro Wrestling Shoot. On Twitter, you can follow me at Carter Inc., C-A-R-D-E-R-I-N-C. -E and then we're also going to be doing some live streams on Twitch and YouTube shortly. You can follow us on there at the Pro Wrestling Shoot. Go ahead and go over there and give us a subscribe so that way that you know when we're going to be dropping content, you'll be notified right away and you can get started on the action. Come on over to anchor.fm to follow the podcast, the Pro Wrestling Shoot. You can also catch us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, anywhere you get your podcasts. It's available everywhere. Come check us out. All right. Let's get back to what's more important, and that's the Rant and Rave podcast. All right. And we'll go to the uh, last sponsor, which is Alex Paris, as he talks about the 25. Are you bored? Are you looking for a YouTube channel that features? Uh, it's not playing on screen. Nah, it's well, this is an updated one, uh, Jordan. Oh, okay. Go ahead. You're fine. No worries. Start from the beginning and turn it up louder and put it to the mic if you have to. Yeah. Are you bored? Are you looking for a YouTube channel that features the best game shows created on YouTube? Are you looking for entertaining TV shows and live streams all created by Alex Paris? The 25 has your answer. We feature the game shows. We feature the most entertaining TV shows. And 
We have some awesome live streams for you to enjoy, all created by Alex Paris and his wonderful staff, the 25 KAPR TV, only on YouTube. All right. I was going to say some. If you played the same uh, ad again, like this week, um, I was going to think, like, he needs to update, but then again, never mind. Yep, and he uh, did that. So either way, and now back to our uh, to the show. But either way, thank you to both Alex and Jesse for the usual sponsors. And back to the Rant Ray Podcast, episode 99, on to the second half of the show. Oh, my God. I know. I see what you did there, David. Mm. Uh, memories. Or the scene phase. That's all I can say. That's memories. Yeah. Memories I wish I didn't have. Never a dull. Yeah. But either way, next up. Oh, it's me again. Okay. So now I know it didn't, you know, wasn't, you know, as good as. You know, like for every Saturday, but I had no other choice. Um, I will be uh, going back to doing the premieres on Saturday regarding the Wolf Among Us uh, gameplay. And I'm going to contradict myself. <laughs> well, you're being honest with something, Alex. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nobody's honest with themselves. Right. And, but yeah, either way, the reason why I couldn't get the Wolf Among Us uh, episode three to, you know, to premiere, you know, on time was because. Um, there was some weather stuff happening in my area, like a hurricane, whatever. And it was like knocking a few people's, uh, internet out, including my family. So either way, um, I couldn't get it up updated in time, but then stupidly enough, I had to do a chill stream, you know, like one day after I already did the chilling majority, you know, episode, uh, 42, I believe. But either way, I had to do something to improvise. I had to get something up, you know, and get, you know, some content made. But, but either way, all that aside, I was able to still stream it or premiere it, whatever, on Tuesday, this past Tuesday. It wasn't as big as anticipated as I wanted to be. But this Saturday, there will be no excuses for episode four. And yes, I will be doing that. I don't care if I have to, you know, I'm not doing it, you know, for next week. I'm going to do it for Saturday for episode four of The Wolf Among Us. But also, there will also be a... Other things I'll be coming to the channel after episode five of the gameplay series, and I will be doing something um, a little bit different. It might be another uh, Telltale game, but then again, you can never really know. But all that aside, yeah, I'm actually looking forward to what I've got in store, including the live streams I've got for this Friday, like tomorrow and for this Sunday regarding AEW Rampage this Friday and also... After we've uh, done the live reaction on that very same stream, we'll do our predictions, you know, like to find out who's going to win what. And but I'll still have enough StreamYard, you know, until it runs out after the, you know, pay-per-view. So I should be good for everything. That's just what I got to update in regards to my channel and everything else. Hurricane Jordan. I think there is I think there is such thing. I say Hurricane Jordan. If there's a name like that, then the thing is, I will not be held responsible for whatever damage that will cause. Ah, well, well, I'll be the judge of that. Hang on. I gotta see if this, if this is true or not. 
But there's a hurricane in uh, Hurricane Uriel. How do I mean? I mean, do should I hold you, you know, responsible for that and be judge? No, I no. There is actually such thing as a. Uh, there's like a snow. There's a up uh, later on. There's gonna be a snowstorm called Yuri. So you're not the only one. Well, I blame you as you blame me. You teach me, and I'll teach me. <laughs> Uh, oh my god, I can't believe this is a thing. Uh, I'll, I'll okay, so there is a thing I say, Hurricane Jordan. <sighs> you learn that in your everyday. Yes. Yes. <laughs> anyway, next! Speaking of Rampage, I'm up for that. I was pleased with two out of three. To be honest with you. First matchup is... Which is a tag team match. Player Holla Holla. Oh, yeah, and of course the usual Prime Minister for Andrew. Love you, Andrew. And, and this will determine the number one contenders for the AEW one. World Tag Team Championships. Lucha Brothers, Penta El Zero Miedo, and Ray Phoenix taking on Jurassic Express, Jungle Boy, and Luchasaurus, accompanied by Marco Stun. That guy's funny. I love Marco Stun. <laughs> yeah. Winners of the match. Winners of the match and the number one contenders for the AEW World Tag Team Championships. Lucha Brothers. Time of the match. Zero Miedo, indeed. Time of the match. 12 minutes and 15 seconds. I was really pleased with that. Can't believe he's the, Penta's the same guy that got his butt kicked by Io Shirai and Lucha Underground. Okay, um... Okay, yeah, well, hang on a minute. I, I gotta read this. The face he bar look the face that he bar makes looks like the promotion picture for his app by commercial. I don't believe this, Jafar. I don't believe this. I just don't believe this. And then and then in the women's division. We got the bunny accompanied by the blade taking on Ty Conti. I love Ty Conti. I love the bunny and I love to give her a blade. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Winner of the match. Thanks to Penelope Staking Ford. Boo. The bunny. <laughs> Time of the match. Four minute, 33 seconds. I uh, And I got dynamite coming. Up is my third and final topic, and in regards, in regards to, to the match that Ty Conti had, and I'm gonna give props to you, Eric, but I'm gonna save that for later. Time of the match, though, is four minutes and thirty-three seconds. Man, that's the only matchup I hated. I did not like that one. I did not like that one at all. Yeah, and then. We got another tag. Uh, oh, 
You know what time it is. Yes, the famous words of Mr. Todd Grisham. As always, when it used to be on Sunday Night Heat, on Sundays, the which is a tag team match. Play a holla holla. And of course, more Prime Minister. We've got Christian Cage and Frankie Kazarian taking on the AEW World Champion Kenny Omega and Brandon Cutler, accompanied by the Invisible Hand Don Callis and Michael Nakazawa. Naka. Yeah. <laughs> Winners of the match, though, Christian Cage and Frankie Kazarian. Time of the match, a minute and 27 seconds. If I were to pick match of the night, it would have to be between Lucha Brothers and Jurassic Express. I have to agree. I have to agree. Yeah. Like match that. of the night. Yeah. That's to get to my first topic. All right. And it'll be me up on that one for the second topic. All right. So my uh, second topic I'll talk about, which is the uh, season 3B, which is the second half of season three of Dark Side of the Ring. And in two, in a two weeks' time, this episode will have the plane ride from hell. Oh, <laughs> yeah. And then after that, we'll have the double life of Chris Canyon. Mm. Should be interesting. See, and we also have the uh, blood and wire. Onita's at FMW. Ah, hmm. uh, yeah. Wait, 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 then, wait, 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 wait. Okay, so I'm in. So you do admit there wasn't a hurricane, Jordan. I double checked, and it's a fake. It's um, uh, it's some um, uh, fan made. It's just a fan made thing. Kind of like fan made. Uh, yeah, it's just like us. Mm, be nice, dude. Be nice. Don't name drop. Don't be like. Oh, that. you gotta be kidding me, Ben. Wait. Go ahead and send it to me privately. You know, send it to me privately. Yeah. But either way, I, I won't name drop. But either way, continuing on, we have after that we have bikers, bombs, and bedlam. Johnny K nine. Be interesting. And then we also have the the many faces of Luna Fajan, which is another one. Is this like a tribute show to all the dead wrestlers of the past? Uh, yeah. That's mm. kind of cool. Yep. And then we'll have, after that, we have the extreme and obscene Rob Black's XPW. And then finally, but certainly not least, we all know we're getting, no talking about this, the steroid trials. Steroids? Oof. I don't do drugs. Oh, wait. Steroid trials? Yep, that's what it says, Jordan. I know Scott Starner will be guilty for that one. <laughs> I know Romy does. I know Romy does. I know Romy does steroids, so. 
No, no, that's n- no. Well, yeah, he does that them, but here's the thing. You know how he disguises them? He puts it in in a Viagra pill that never worked for him. Like he puts it in a Viagra pill <laughs> bottle that never worked out for him in the end. <sighs> Viagra. Uh, but yeah, Vi- yeah, Viagra. Those you- are the one. No, I'm not. Sh- no, I'm not sharing that photo. Hell no, no, I'm not doing it. You ain't embarrassing me tonight. All right, but oh, yeah, continue, way- continue on. Sorry, I mean like. No, you're fine. I have no problem. But either way, that's all the the episodes for the second half of season three of Dark Side of the Ring of Confirmed, which is since last. Oh, oh, that's last, the season, right? Yes, of the second oh. half. Of, yeah, that was the uh, the uh, all the episodes I mentioned on, on this topic. You know, they'll be uh, coming up. Steroid nope. something Jordan uses when he sleeps. I don't sleep. Wait, my mom sent you that? Oh, no. Mm. Really, Ma? Come <laughs> <coughs> on! <coughs> uh, but either way, okay. that'll be end of my second topic. Okay, you know what? I'll do it. But only if the viewership grows. If if you're gonna, I mean, if uh, if it helps the viewership grow, then yeah, I'll showcase it. If this gets up to four, if this gets up to forty dislikes, then we'll probably do it. Forty, di- don't encourage people. Yeah, you're your magnet. It's like encouraging people to dislike all of your stuff for no apparent Ooh. reason. And the worst part is, all of the all of the big like twenty. All the big like millions of subscriber subscriber YouTubers they do that a lot. Like maybe if this video, well, like hit me, smash me like a big thumbs up, and we'll do another video. Like, hey, if I hey, don't force me to like a video. If I like it, then I'll probably hit the like button. If I don't like it, I'll hit the dislike button. I don't need you fucking forcing me to um, like your shit. Christ. That's dumb. My goodness. But oh, oh. Oh, Uriel, Dagnabbit, David. Go for it. Uh, I got a supporter. Either way, moving on, we go to the next person. I'm up again. Before he starts, let me let me showcase this so that way we'll just have it. I'll just have it showcase for only like ten seconds and then it's over. And you can have your little screenshots all you want. I don't really give a crap. Hey man, hang on. I'm gonna... What the? Is that you? Yep. Looks so different. That's when he was a baby. You. Oh. Oh. Oh my God! David sent me the same thing. It was Jordan when he was little. You know the scariest part of me? I still look like a baby. That's a, that's that's both a pun and a fact. No wonder your last name is Little. Get it? That's Jordan uh, when he was little. I, I walked into that one, man. Oh, boy. So you're Stuart <laughs> Little then. Yeah, I'm the freaking cat. Stuart Little, oh, boy. Oh, good gosh. Uh, but nevertheless, 
Go ahead. I've, I've got NXT. Is it this past Tuesday? Yep, August thir- 31st. Yeah. August 31st? Yeah. Yeah, it was this past Tuesday. This past Tuesday. It was the last day of August. Yeah. Oh, okay. I, oh, I thought it was like, oh, never mind. Go ahead. Sorry. Today's the second, Jordan. We got Sarai opening the show, going up against Mandy Rose, accompanied by Gigi Dolene and JC Jane. Winner of the match as a result of a countout, Sarai. Time of the match, 6 minutes, 48 seconds. And then our next matchup is Kyle O'Reilly taking on Duke Hudson. Winner of the match, Kyle O'Reilly. Time of the match, 11 minutes and 54 seconds. And then we got a segment in which the brand new NXT UK champion, Ilya Dragunov, made a promise, challenged anyone to try to take him down. I like Ilya Dragunov. He's awesome. Yeah, absolutely. He's really cool. And then we have a tag team match, player Hala Hala. Oh, yes. And the Prime Minister. Yes, indeed. <laughs> Look at that. Your, your uh, tag team dance moves in a minute. Sorry. <laughs> we got Imperium, which is Marcel Barthel and Fabian Eichner. Yep. Taking on Drake Maverick and Grayson Waller. Winners of the match, Imperium. Time of the match, three minutes and eight seconds. I'm not going to put in the word for that. Either way. And then we got three minutes, three minutes and eight seconds. I know. I he was making eight seconds ahead from a from the from the word. And then we got L.A. Knight taking on Johnny Gargano, accompanied by Indy Hartwell and Dexter Loomis. I thought I would call that matchup the Battle of the Loudmouths. They talk winner, a lot. Yeah. Winner of the match, LA Knight. Time of the match, 14 minutes and two seconds. And Johnny Gagano's gone cuckoo bananas. Yeah. Well, he forgot to wrap his, his banana, which is why, you know, he impregnated uh, Candice LeRae, so. <laughs> That's why they call it cream pie surprise. <laughs> oh, my. Wow! My <laughs> God! <laughs> but either way, all joking aside, congratulations to both Johnny and Candace, nonetheless. Yeah. Yes. And then we got the NXT Women's Champion Raquel Gonzalez taking on Jesse Kamea, accompanied by Frankie Monet. And Robert Stone. Wait, Jesse Kamea, as in Kamea Maya Wave? <laughs> 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 
<laughs> I have no words for that comment. <laughs> I only got one. I only got one. That was it. Ha may ha may. Are we watching Dragon Ball Z? <laughs> Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball Z, Dragon Ball GT, Dragon Ball Super, any of the Dragon Ball movies, you name it. I remember when Go uh, you forgot about one, a bridge. A br oh <laughs> yeah, Dragon Ball Z a bridge that is I good. I will never forget that YouTube meme that when Goku on the first Dragon Ball Goku was offered to take a peek at Bulma's panties and all those like, <gasps> things. Oh, remember that? Remember that? I, re I remember that. That, that, God, was, that was funny. funny. That was funny. <laughs> they call me a myth. Wait, wait a minute. I remember there's this one episode of Dragon Ball Bridge that uh, Jordan sent me. And then uh, there's, this, there's this cute little quirky little girl. They're just quirky, you know, chick. And she's like, you know, they call me a, they call me a milf. I don't know what that is, but I thought it's adorable. <laughs> <laughs> and then... Go ahead, Michael, before this and then following that, okay. Winner of the match, Raquel Gonzalez. No surprise. Time of the match. Now this is where we put in the word. A quickie. Two minutes and forty-four seconds. Ben, I don't want to say this, but you're the you shouldn't be talking about what other people do inside the closet now at this point. Fourth wall. Broken. Ring stain. Oh my god. And then we got Roderick Strawn of the Diamond Mine taking on Ikemen Jiro. Jiro. Yeah, there we go. Winner of the match, Roderick Strawn. Time of the match, 4 minutes and 58 seconds. He still wants Kushida. He still wants to become that Cruiserweight champ, man. And then, you know what time it is? Yes, all right. You know, again, famous words of Todd Grisham that used to be on Sunday Night Heat, always on every Sunday. The Mayfront. In which we have Tommaso Ciampa taking on Rich Holland. Winner of the match, Tommaso Ciampa. I thought Ridge Holland would pick up that victory. He is yeah. big, mean, man. People like they're like the British version of Brock Lesnar. That's what people are saying. Yeah. Winner of the match, 12 minutes and three seconds. Hard fought match. Oh, oh, yeah. I knew this was going to be a fight between those two. Yeah. I For knew. me, that was match of the night. Yeah, those two went at and they, they went at it. I mean, whew. yeah. But nevertheless, that's the end of my, my second topic. Back to you, Brandon. Well, although it won't be coming in as a main event, but that'll be for later on. But either way, next up. Okay, this is All where right. I go. Bye. Actually, it's a, mo it's a movie review. And it's right okay. up your alley, uh, Ibarra. An animated movie review. Okay, this is where I go. 
No, actually, it's it's a newer one. It's a newer one that just came out recently this past, um, you know, uh, Tuesday, I believe. And it w- it's worth watching, trust me. It's from Warner Brothers Animation, and it's the sequel to Scorpion's Revenge, Mortal Kombat Legends, Battle of the Realms. Oh, yeah, I have heard about that. It ain't me, it ain't me. I'm not doing anything. I know it's not. Hang on a second. Well. Is this a crusty crab? <laughs> there. No interruptions. Now. Just, just, Back to the show. Yes. You put your phone in silence. I knew that. <laughs> so, yeah, Mortal Kombat Legends Battle of the Realms, the sequel to Mortal Kombat Legends Scorpion's Revenge. Last year, they did a real good job in... I didn't do that. That was Jose. Am I on my period again? Well, if it keeps up, I might as well be. But anyway. So Mortal Kombat Legends Battle of the Realms. It's the sequel to Mortal Kombat Legends uh, Scorpion's Revenge. Last year, it was a great animated film, you know, and this was actually sometime maybe before or during the pandemic. And I'm not going to say, I'm, I'm not going to lie when I say that it was actually one of the best Mortal Kombat animated um, projects I have ever seen. And not only that, it's actually way better. And I'm not, I'm not lying when I say this, it's actually better than Defenders of the Realm, the animated series from a long time ago. Hello? And You have to call me, dude, when I'm live. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> Love sting. <laughs> what the world? Yes, can I help you? Get ready for the ice. <laughs> Put on your winter coat. 
Oh my god! I'm going to wreck it! He hates Mortal Kombat, defended the forever. What movie you? They don't want you to review it. That's how bad it is. Yeah, speaking of Mortal Kombat, mm, not gonna. Xnay on the drama eight. Xnay on the drama eight. So you were there. You were behind his shot. Oh, oh, that earlier? No, that wasn't him. No, oh. the one that was, you know, on on your old that that was David, not me. <laughs> that was David. Oh my gosh, that was too funny, dude. I seem to think it might be him. <sighs> well, it wasn't him that was calling me, you know. But it was no, but it was him calling you. Where is he going? <laughs> Don't try and upstage me. I already did, did what I got to do. Besides. Well. At least I, I'm reminded of, of a great, you know, uh, of one of those great animated movies made by Disney. You were muted the whole time, Muriel. Yeah, well, I was saying that I love this movie so much. Yep. Look at Ralph. I'm Zangief. I'm bad guy. <laughs> I love. Yeah, that. Michael called. Well, I, I I appreciate it. But anyway, so yeah, Mortal Kombat Legends: Battle of the Realms sequel to you know Mortal Kombat Legends: Scorpion's Revenge. Last year, it was great. And this film, following, you know, the Scorpion's Revenge, it was actually even, you know, better. Especially, it was better than the live action release of the Mortal Kombat movie this year. We don't talk and they about have that, something uh... called, animated movies actually had something called Logic. So, Which, uh, I'm not going to give out too much of it. But I will say though that with this movie, it had—I mean, it had unexpected moments. Some were expected, some were not, and it even had you know moments where you think, "What the hell just happened?" You know, and then, but then with this you know film, it just gives you the true meaning of why, you know, of why you know Warner Brothers Animated Studios. When it comes to Mortal Kombat Legends, I hope they continue making more just like they've had to do with the DC superhero films, you know? But at the end of the day, this film right here, just like the previous film, I'm rating it the same way I gave the film from last year and making, you know, and making this my, you know, animated film of the year. Because I'm not going to lie, that, I mean, Mortal Kombat... Legends Battle of the Realms, superb. It, I mean, last year was great. This one was even better. But that's oh, all I got to give out. That's what I got to give out for my third and final topic. And I would have gotten it, you know, done swimmingly had someone, you know, not called me and some people interrupting me, yada, yada, yada. But either way. That's it, it for, a, for all my topics for tonight. It was all an right. accident. And hang on. Okay. Uh, 
Okay. I'll be right back. Uh, okay, so Debit says I smell a debate. Well, let's not talk about that whole um thing that happened um, not too long ago. So. Uh... <clears throat> yeah, but either way, uh, we already know who will be going up next. I hate you so much, David. And you can eat oh, it. David. <laughs> <laughs> Nevertheless, yeah, I'm up with dynamite. Being freaking oh, yeah. hungry. Starting off the night, a tag team match player, holla holla. All right, here we go. And Brown is <sighs> We've got Santana and Ortiz of the Inner Circle taking on. FTR, accompanied by Tully Blanchard, of the Pinnacle. Or, you know, in Jordan's case, they, he calls it the Pineal. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm not Filipino, so. No, it's just the but it's all good. paradise good. version of it. Winners of the match, Santana and Ortiz. Time of the match, 13 minutes. 34 seconds. Great tag team rival between <clears throat> those two teams. Yeah, absolutely. And then we got a segment in which CM Punk addresses the AEW fans in Chicago. That was until Danny Garcia at 2.0 hit the, went into the ring and... and for a three-on-one beatdown of the hometown rival, and that was until Sting and Darby Allen made the save. And then afterwards, Sting wanted to make sure that there was no traffic, so that's why he said that he was going to fist bump his partner, Darby Allen, and then head back to the locker room for, his, for Allen's matchup against CM Punk <clears throat> at All Out. I wouldn't be surprised to see that as the main event for all out. Uh, to be honest with you. And I got, you know, who would have thought, you know, Everrise, <clears throat> aka 2.0, would be going from NXT to being in the same ring with Sting and CM Punk in less than right. about a year. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. What's life for them? And then in singles competition, we got. Freshly squeezed Orange Cassidy taking on Jack Evans. And as they say, you got to give the people what they want, of course, right? Yeah. I like Orange Cassidy. That guy's cool. Yeah. And speaking of that, he won the match. Time in the match? Five minutes and 49 seconds. <clears throat> yeah. And then we got a segment, which was Jim Ross interviewing Chris Jericho. Yeah, Jericho said his that his career isn't over and he doesn't want it to be, which I hope it doesn't happen at all out. Mm-hmm. Well, whatever happens, he's still going to be a part of the Rampage commentary team. You know, He's pretty fun with that, yeah. yeah. Like he's really cool. He thinks MJF, or as I like to call him, MJ Fluke, isn't man enough to take him out one final time. I got to agree with Jericho on this one. 
my jerk off friend. Yeah. <laughs> Jericho calls him. And then we have a matchup between two former, between a current member and a former member of Team Taz. Oh, that, now this one was a fight. It was a fight. Yeah, Powerhouse Hobbs, accompanied by Hook, taking on the machine, Brian Cage. Hmm. One of the matches, though, Powerhouse Hobbs. Yeah. Ricky. And who better to interfere than absolute Ricky Starks? FTW champ, because Hook got the referee um, distracted. By the way, I don't know if you were there, Eric, but I had to do a redo of the 100th episode, a live reaction of Dynamite. So, mm. but however, I did make a point last night regarding for FTW to have its own, you know, to be a developmental promotion <clears throat> for, you know, like AEW, just like NXT is for, you know, WWE's main roster, Raw and SmackDown. Not really a idea. Yeah, absolutely. Our, our time of the match, seven minutes and 25 seconds. And then you go on. I'm just just ignore if I have my camera off for a few moments. All right, understood. And then in the women's division in singles competition, we got Ty Conti taking on Penelope Stinkin' Ford, accompanied by the Bunny. I love Ty Conti once again. She is cute. I love her. Yeah, she got the win. I'm glad she got revenge. Oh. Time of the match though, eight minute and twenty nine seconds. That was after. That was until the Bunny. And Penelope stinking Ford try, tried to do a two-on-one beatdown on Ty Conti after the match. But then again, Eric, from last week, you hit it right on the head. Mm. <laughs> and I give you props for that. Guess who made a return? Anna None other than 99 of the Dark Order, Anna J. Anna J. I love Anna This J. is episode number 99 of Red and Rave Podcast. And then... Number 99 of the Dark Order, Anna J comes out to returns last night. Unbelievable. What a coincidence it makes. Yeah, because I know she was getting off injury. We didn't know when she was going to come Come back. I said, you know, I, I had a feeling when uh, Penelope Ford got involved in that matchup in Rampage, I said, Anna Jay's going to somehow come in and uh, make things right. And I was right. Yeah. Yeah, you definitely hit a bite on the head. I give you props for that. Thank you very much. And breaking news, Anna J will compete in the Casino Battle Royale for a shot at the women's title. Yeah, which is now moved to the main card because the uh, matchup between Andrade and Pac will not happen because I think Pac's got travel issues. Oh. Because mm -hmm. he is from the UK and possibly the COVID situation there could be very dire. Yeah. And then, Brandon, once again. Yes, indeed. The <clears throat> famous words yet again of Todd Grisham and also, and from Sunday night. He used to be on Sundays. And it's now time for the main event. Which is an eight-man tag team match player. Holla, holla. Uh, here we go. Yep. And, of course, Prime Minister. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> <laughs> We've got the elite consisting of Matt and Nick Jackson, the Young Bucks, and the Good Brothers, Carl Anderson and Doc Gallows, accompanied oh. by the Invisible Hand, Don Callis, and Brandon Cutler. Oh, I, like, I, call, oh, I like to call Don Callis Kirby, the human Kirby. 
do that big suit of his. Taking on the Lucha Brothers, Panta El Zero Miedo. I like that guy. And Ray Phoenix and the Jurassic Express and their partners, Jurassic Express, Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus. Winners of the match, the Elite. Time of the match, 10 minutes and 13 seconds. Now, let's pick match of the night, shall we? I'm going to go with Santana and Ortiz versus FTR. I'm with you there. I'm with you there. Brandon, what do you think? Yeah, same here. Yeah, yeah. the opening bout. Yeah. I, I agree. Yeah. yeah. And I'm give props. FTR does respect the business. They wore tights in honor of the Midnight Express, of, you know, which is yeah. really cool. Considering Bobby Eaton passed away a couple weeks ago, and just and just for them for take tribute, I think I think give FTR respect and props for that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <clears throat> That's the end of my third and final topic, and now for the main event of the evening. Yep, and I'll go ahead and show this just for crap's and giggles. There it is. Yes, this one is a various serious topic to talk about. Yeah, okay. um, very, very. He uh. And I think it's only fitting okay. for Brandon to talk about this topic, considering how I will get my comments on this as well, but it's going to be uh, talked about nonetheless. Yes, uh, indeed. For, and I know all us wrestling fans, I know Uriel don't know about this certain individual. And for the viewers who are wrestling fans, <laughs> do you guys remember Daphne from WCW? And also from TNA. Mm. Yep. Indeed. Daphne, unfortunately, uh, passed away, you know. Yep. As of, yes, last night, you know, and regarding into uh, today, you know. Where she did an Instagram live. Oh, my God. Where, I, I am yeah. aware of that. I just heard about that. Uh-huh. Yeah, where what she did was she was just, you know, talking away and then uh, saying in her brain that she wanted to go to Boston. That's just and then however she uh threatened for suicide and holding what appeared to be a pistol and and of course what I mentioned that request. We're not her kidding. Brain. We're not kidding, Uriel. She was like literally cocking that gun. Mm. I'm not kidding. Yeah, I didn't want. I didn't watch the video. I didn't see the video, but uh, I did. Um, I saw an archive. Of, I saw. I saw an archive of it uh, about two hours before we went on the air. I think the description of that pretty much some. I think I can already picture in my mind on what he's saying. Um, yeah, well, I'm picturing it too. It's it's really uh very very horrible. Yeah. It was also it was also planned out too by the looks of it. Yeah. It's you know I look at that, you know, when I read that I was like man, that was no joke about this, but like I mean I mean goddamn. That was like when I look at that today I was like uh yeah, well, I mean good gosh. Mm. Died at the age of at a young age, of which is a 46 years old, which has gone too soon. Hmm. I have to agree. Man. Yeah, just... 
a lot a lot of wrestlers tweeted about how sweet she was to them. Yes. And, them, and I remember when I heard about the concerns, you know, a lot of people gave somebody can somebody contact Daphne or something like that. And all of our wrestlers were very, very concerned about her. And just it didn't come out just for that to happen, it I don't know. And the family has requested that video be taken down. But there's some people that are sharing it on Twitter. I mean, they, they said, oh, it's, it's well for awareness and stuff, but it's for it's all respect for the family. That's all. Yeah, I can agree to that, but I had to take a look at, by the way, don't worry about the background. That That's just, you know, some company over. I don't really yeah, care. Um, but yeah, uh, I watched this. I watched this, you know, um, the archive of that stream from last night, earlier today, about two hours before we started the program. And basically what I saw was a woman trying to reach out, wanting help, but already preparing what was going to happen, you know, from the start, because I think she was planning on killing herself on live stream. She was like ready she had the gun ready. She had it to her chest under like underneath the covers and she was going to pull that trigger. But because the phone kept vibrating and ringing because people were doing their damnedest to try and call her and stop her from doing this. Yeah. Um, sometime when she tried to do it, uh, the stream got cut off by Instagram because of what was happening. The, I mean, it's a good thing that we didn't have to see it graphically, but the problem is the bad thing apart about that is, is that we didn't see if anybody was going to make it to her in time, but, if, but unfortunately, mm -hmm. um, that would not be the case. Mm -hmm. It's obvious of what she did. Um, and she said she wanted her brain intact for, you know, um, for, you know, for Boston, for research, I believe, you know, concussion stuff. I believe but, there's a reason why one of them, uh, one of the tweeters tweeted that that's where Chris Nowinski is. And Chris Nowinski has been known for, you know, Talk, you know, he was an advocate for like, you know, something with CTE or something like that. And that could be another reason why, because sometimes when you suffer from that, you know, you don't think straight into anything else. You know? Yeah, I agree, David. You don't need to watch it. I mean, no. I regret watching it. But then again, I wanted to know what were her, her thoughts were before she would do it. And I, I regret watching it. But then it also occurs to me that some things cannot be, you know, help, but. I wished, you know, um, I wished, uh, okay. someone could have gotten her just in time, you know, before now she did, did what she did later on. I'm going to later on, I'll, I'll explain on how I feel about this because I swear to God, this is a case of deja vu. Actually, is yeah. I was going to, Oh yeah. I know what you're, I know exactly what you're talking about. Well, it's not not quite. I mean, is Brandon going to continue on or? Well, I'll say my final thoughts though, and then you can uh, go ahead after me. I mean, you know, like I said, it was shocking to see her go at an early age, forty six, and it's committing suicide. I mean, that is that is no joke, folks. It's not. No. 
and there and there and, and the thing behind it is that she said that she was you know alone but she wasn't she had people that cared about her she had you know an ecw original like francine she had tna original and uh, velvet sky you know and and many others you know a lot of people in that live chat were just begging her not to do it yeah i mean i didn't see it live but i wished i would have been there to tell her not to you know but it's you know she was well known for WCW, TNA, you know, Shine, many other, many other indie promotions. Yes. And, you know, um, Vince Russo, I believe, uh, made a tweet about it sometime, yep. maybe earlier. Was it earlier today or last night? Uh, I think in this one, I think it was early. It was early today, though. I say. Yeah. Um. It, and, you know, it reminds me that, you know, even though I don't have any love lost for Vince Russo, what he did to WCW, but that doesn't mean I hate him for in regards to the rise of TNA because he is the reason why they got their first uh, national television deal, you know, with Fox Sports Net and then later Spike TV. But hmm. um, I, I do know that Vince Russo was good friends with Daphne and during their time in, you know, WCW and then. And then, you know, sometime later in TNA as well, so. Yeah, and then also, I forgot to mention, Wrestlelicious, and also just just made an appearance on Ring of Honor. But, yeah, of course, thoughts and uh, prayers goes out to uh, Daphne and her family and friends for this. And I'll go ahead and turn it over to uh, Uriel for this. Okay. Now, just hearing that story alone, for me, it's a case of deja vu because a couple of years ago, you know, there was this news reporter who was struggling with uh, depression. She unfortunately committed suicide live on TV. And for the longest time, the tape has been the tape has been stored, probably like uh, probably like the with the I think the tape was with the was with the, the family, and surprisingly, the audio of the of the tape has been has been found. I was one of the unfortunate to actually listen to it, and it is real, and I regretted listening to it. So just hearing, just hearing another person committing suicide live. I mean, and not just on TV, but, and I'm not, not just on TV, like. Well, actually, I borrowed, I borrowed her, she was planning on doing it live, but it got cut off before she could do it. Okay, well, there, there is a difference, because the, the person who commands live on, like, who commands suicide on TV. But that was her plan, though, like, that was her idea, that was her original plan, though, to do that, even though I don't encourage people to do things like that, but that was her original plan. Same with the, same with the other person, see. She was gonna, you know, tell like a news. She was gonna report the news, but then like the the tape wasn't working. And she's like, she decided to go with Plan B, which is taking her own life on in front of on live on TV, and just seeing another person doing that, it just really, it really just hurts. It really hurts me because it's sad to see that uh, many people are. You know, they try to hide their true emotions, which it you shouldn't be afraid of if 
you shouldn't be afraid on showcasing your real emotions. You know, all of us have, all of us have like, you know, in the real emotions deep down in our, in our hearts. It rather be, it could be either fear or anger or just, or just, or just depression. And if you, and if you have depression, you should never take, you should never, you should never take your own life. You still got, you still have a chance. I was going, I mean, I'm, I haven't told this up. I haven't told this what uh, I haven't told this publicly, but there are in my high school years, I wasn't, I wasn't, I wasn't in, I wasn't right, like physically and mentally. Like I was just, you know, just drained. And thankfully I had help. And, you know, I'm, I went, I, you know, I took therapy, you know, I, I talked with my friends and family and teachers. And let me tell you, that did help a lot. And if you ever have depression, don't be afraid to admit it. Because almost everybody, like pretty much almost everybody here, almost everybody goes to depression. And they should, they should, and the best thing to do is to talk, is to just talk it out. You know, have a conversation with someone, you know, you know, just, and crying, crying and Crying also helps a lot. You know, you're just letting go all your emotions that that's been, you know, that's been haunting you for some for the longest time. And, and the worst part is, I don't, I don't want to name drop, but I do know someone who unfortunately committed suicide, which to this day, it hurt. To this day, it hurts me because I really, because I really, because I really adored this person. And. And that person was like one of my one of my best pals. So I really do. I, I really want to give my condolences to the uh, family of uh, Daphne and I am deeply. I am just so sorry to hear this. I, and I am so sorry for the family and the fans and everybody at the wrestling community. Mm. You know, um, I've been a wrestling fan since I was like four or five years old. And throughout the last 21 or 22 years of being a wrestling fan, I mean, I've seen a lot of things, you know, on TV. And then later on when I grew up knowing about the inside, you know, backstage, you know, um, politics and reports within wrestling and this is like way after the whole Montreal, you know, incident. And then there was many things after that. And then there was the reports of Eddie Guerrero's death and then Chris Benoit and et cetera. Um, okay. But, one um, question. Okay. Hang on. One question. Um, when, when did the, uh, when, when was the incident <clears throat> happen with uh, Owen Hart? Ninety nine. Ninety nine. Okay. Oh yeah. Oh, the Owen Hart, you know, incident too. Yeah. I forgot to, you know, forgot to mention that. Thanks. But, um, but yeah, I've, um, and I mean, I love wrestling. It's a very good passion of mine, but never have I ever seen an archive or anything of anyone do a live stream to, to take the time to try because they're going through depression just to take their own life. You know, it just, I mean, like 
And I get, and you know, Ben actually made a good point in the ch chat saying what's sad is that some people are, are afraid to get help. That, that, that is, that is a true point. That, that is true. I mean, I'm not going to lie to you guys. I'm going through depression as we speak, you know, I mean, because of what happened last year. But the thing is, I'm not going to, you know, hide, hide it. I'm not afraid to, you know, to tell you guys, you know, what I'm going through because it's, I live with depression every day ever since, you know, my brother passed away last year. But the thing is, I embrace it rather than reject it because there will come a day when it'll go, when the depression goes away, when something, maybe something even wonderful happens, you know, and hopefully that pain may, you know, be, you know, set aside, but it'll, but the pain will always be there. Yeah. But at the end of the day, okay. I don't really don't, I don't encourage or want anyone to do what she did, especially considering how she was planning to, you know, kill herself on live stream on Instagram. I mean, if it was on YouTube or Facebook or Twitter or any kind of platform, even Vimeo for all I know, Just I would have, I wouldn't, I wouldn't encourage it because, and, and, and I think, and you know what really uh, pissed me off even more? And I think I saw some in, in the chat uh, you know, like there was like maybe one troll or two acting all acting like a dick, you know, saying, you know, wanting to. But then again, I couldn't really be sure. All I know is, is that uh, don't ever give up. I mean, yeah. life is is short. Granted, hers was long. I mean, 46 years, but still it was too soon to go. I mean, all she wanted all she was alone yes but that wasn't the case she would I mean she had her family and her friends so that technically meant she wasn't alone if that meant she wanted somebody in her life that's understandable i mean i looked at her you know in that video she looked like she was going through hard times like i mean she was she didn't look like she was in shape as she used to be back in the days in wcw or tna she didn't she looked a little different and the only thing I hate is the fact that we never got a chance to to know her. You know, I mean, I would have I would have loved to have interviewed her, you know, on Rant and Rave. But yeah. unfortunately, that's never going to happen. The only people we could review, interview is people who knew her, like uh, um, Devin Storm, formerly known as Crowbar in WCW, or David Flair, who I just mentioned, by the way. No disrespect to David Flair, but still, I think, I mean... Granted, his career was, you know, jumbled up, but still, he did know Daphne personally, you know, and yeah. All I got to say is for the final record is don't give up. Mm. Never. Yeah. yeah. And don't be afraid. And don't be afraid that you need help. In fact, you should feel. In fact, if you go up to someone and you, see, and you just, you know, talk about all the things that's been going through going on with you you you'll feel relieved so don't and honestly suicide is not the best solution for for depression yeah that's right because even if you if you don't if you don't like talking with your family you can always talk to your friend because sometimes I talk to my mom friends... i talk to my mom a lot you know she's like you know she She's, you know, she considers me like a best friend, not just a son, 
same with me to her, you know, not just as a mother, but as a best friend as well. And we, we have a lot of things that we don't share to other people in regards to our conversations, but still, she's always someone I could go to if I ever have any problems and I want to talk to her about, I mean, and some people might want to call me, you know, somewhat of a mama's boy or someone like that needs my mom in cases like this. Well, thing is, at least I have someone to talk to and I don't try and, you know, shove it in your face and, you know, think it's a bad thing. Just talking with your parents isn't a bad thing either. Yeah. Well, I know we have to go to the 10 bell salute, but that's when I heard the story, I was like, that is just totally, I was just totally shocked by it. And, and, and the thing about Daphne is at one time in her career, she had a match against Abyss at Slammiversary. I'm like, that was just saddening. See oh my someone. God! I remember a time when she get, he gave her uh, uh, the black hole slam in the middle of the ring, and this was like one of the most, one of the most like, like eye opening moments. Like the way how he de- how he delivered it and the way she received it, I was like, wow! And she and she took it took that bump like a champ, especially when she got knocked off the ring apron of that six sided ring and into barbed wire. She was, and it was. She she was she was tough. And it was the first ever monsters ball match in no, TNA history. No, no, no. You're talking about no. That was a different monsters ball together. That was we're talking oh. like in either 2008 or 2009. No, that was 2009. That that was a, that was the first ever monsters ball match back in 2009. Hold on. I mean, if you know, I there's like two people that we have lost this year. You know. Uh, well, we, we, well, wait, well, wait. Well, I stand corrected. It was 2004. Oh, the 2004 was the first one. Okay, well, yeah, yeah there's I like we lost. There, there's been two people that uh, the first ever passed. knockouts monsters ball matchup. Oh, well, anyway, what I was, was uh, what I meant to say. We've right. had well, like had two people pass away this year due to depression, and then later on led to suicide. Not going to drop any names. Yeah, was at sacrifice, and then at Slammiversary, the first ever mixed tag team monsters ball matchup. We're talking about you're talking about Daphne's career in TNA on pay per views, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. It's like, I'm like. I'm like, wow, unbelievable. I mean, she, if I'm going to be honest, like on television, like she never was a women's champion, which is kind of really disappointing and how, how booking can be. I mean, she was a former cruiserweight champion in WCW, but that to me, that doesn't really amount as much as anything. I mean, they actually had a fat man and freaking Ed Ferrara, who was a complete waste of time and waste of you know space to be even holding a championship let alone being in the title history of the cruiserweight title but that was the only yeah. title on television that daphne was able to have in her career other than that it was you know um oh i see what you're saying david and yeah you know but other than that i just uh and if and if i can add on to what brandon was talking about not at the beginning of this topic, she was. She also made an appearance on Ring of Honor back in 2018. Yep. 
Mm. So with that, yes. Converse is sold. Yeah. All I want to say is, is that um, for the final record, I'm never going to give up. Even if I'm at to the point where, I mean, I have had thoughts before, but I never want to enact on them. I mean, keep I keep moving, keep moving forward, keep pushing it. Hang on. That's what, well, I, that's what I do every day, you know, like but sol solution. Despite, not... despite okay, of what so. happened a couple months ago, and then everything else started to jumble around in my life, yeah. I felt like I was about to give up. But then well, again. At the end of the not day, I pushed through, you know. See, not not solution, but decision. Oh, okay. Well, oh, well. Thank you for the grammatical. Thank you for the grammatical correction, uh, Ben. All right. Before we do, uh, close the show off, as we do originally for the opening show before we do the intro, but this one is similar to what happened. To another certain someone, but we already know what I'm referring to. Yes. But, ladies and gentlemen, at this time, and for the viewers who are watching this episode and on here as well, would you please bow your heads down and close your eyes as we pay tribute to the late, great Daphne as we told the bell ten times. Thank you. Well, that's going to be it for the for this uh, episode 99 of the Rent and Ray podcast. Next week will be the 100th episode. And also, I want to give a big shout out to everybody in the chat, you know, and want to say thank you for being a part of the discussion of the main event topic. Um, Brandon did a good job, you know, and so did everybody else here. And also know that um, we want to give our heartfelt condolences, thoughts and prayers to the, to the friends and family of, um, uh, of Daphne and hopefully they can get through this. And with that all being said, next week will be episode 100 and it will be six hours long. The start time will be at 2 PM Eastern standard time. And then it will end somewhere around once we hit the six hour mark, but all, but maybe a little bit further than that, you know, once we do the outro, but either way, history will be made um, next week as we will break a record for longest episode ever. And on top of that, on top of that, I'm prepared for next week. So with that all being said, if you like this, give it a thumbs up. And also if you missed your chance in the live chat, be sure to comment down below and um, highlight and timestamp your favorite moments. And also, 
uh, be sure to subscribe to Brandon Martin, and if you're if you're new to the channel, but also hit the notification bell so you'd be notified when he does a video or a live stream at all times. Same goes to Eric Lima, Michael Bombardier, Yuri Ibarra, and yours truly. And with that all being said, uh, God bless you all, and I really mean this. God bless every single one of you, and Amen. remember, don't give up. Don't ever give up. And you know, have a great night and stay healthy for an even better day tomorrow. Yeah, uh, usually, yeah, usually I would just pop. Usually I would just put in the do the Kermit voice in the show, but not this time. So, um, have a great night. Um, take care. Please take care of yourself, and um, I sup and uh, wish I wish you guys the best of luck. So, but, yeah. Either way, keep ranting and raving. Yeah. Later.